This is the Voice Overwork Podcast, brought to you by Newton Media Group, a family of creative services. This is Monday, November 15th, 2021. Before you jump into the world of the stock market, there are a few rules you'll have to learn. Too many people approach investment as a game, choosing where they place their money based on hot tips or rumors that they hear from friends or coworkers. There's a reason that people speak regularly about playing the stock market. But if the stock market is a game, then it's one with clear rules and a series of strategies that have been proven to give investors an edge. Though the overall movement of the marketplace is essentially unpredictable, there is a science to understanding which kinds of investments are lower or higher risk. Certain patterns or trends can be followed to give you an idea of which stocks are going to be more or less profitable for the long haul. If you can learn how to read the stock market as it fluctuates over time, then you'll have far more success than those who just blindly invest based on rumor or advice they get from others. If you want to play the stock market with efficiency and success, there are eight simple rules of basic money management to follow. 1. Borrow wisely, if at all. The line between good debt and bad debt is thin but most of us don't realize that until it's too late. In an increasingly debt and credit-based economy, it's almost impossible not to borrow at some point, but the longer you can hold out, the better off you'll be financially. Debt is the opposite of investing. Any money that you gain from investments should always be weighed against the money you're losing in interest payments on your loans. At the very least, investing should be helping you to break even, but in the long run, the less debt you have, the more money you stand to earn from the interest you accrue on your investments. Edwards, 2016. Good debt are the often necessary loans that give you access to social mobility. These are things like student and business loans, things that will ultimately put you in a better place in which to make more of your own money. Though you may have to go into debt to put yourself in a place in which to start making real money, the more financially secure you become, the better able you will be to manage and eventually pay off your debts with your own money. The more of your debts you can manage on your own, the more money you stand to gain from smart investments. Edwards, 2016. Bad debt, on the other hand, is debt that has no long-term positive impact on your financial or life situations. Credit cards firmly fall into this category, as do payday loans. If you don't need it, don't borrow in order to get it. You don't want all of your carefully gathered savings to go to maxed out credit cards or payments on auto loans for a car that you no longer drive. To keep things in perspective, always weigh potential debt against your current investments. If the interest you stand to pay per year on a potential loan outweighs the interest you're making per year in investment returns, then it's probably not worth it. 2. Save from the top. Think of investments as a savings, not as extra money. The more money you invest, the more money you stand to make. So don't wait to invest when you have the extra money to spare. Budget regular investment payments out of your weekly or monthly paychecks. In the words of Warren Buffett, don't save what you have left after spending. Spend what you have left after saving. Of course, it's counterproductive to prioritize savings over regular bills and debt, and for many of us, there's very little left over once those two things are taken care of every month. When you don't have much money to work with, 
it's too easy to convince yourself that you don't have enough to save or that you'll start saving when you start making more money. This mentality is incredibly financially toxic as it prevents you from investing as early as you possibly can. Don't think about savings in terms of dollar amounts. Instead, take a look at your monthly or weekly paycheck. Commit to investing just 1% of that check, no matter how much it is. If 1% of your check is $200, great. If 1% is just $2, then make that your regular investment amount. The dollar amount, as we've seen, is far less important than how long those dollars accrue interest. Beginning with 1% will get you started and get you in the habit of regularly saving. That way, your mentality will no longer be, when I have money, I'll save, and become, when I have money, I'll save more. 3. Develop Good Financial Habits As in any other area of life, we develop certain financial behaviors that quickly turn into habits if we aren't aware of them. Financial habits are related to other areas of our lifestyle. Take a look at your bank statements every month. Where are you spending most of your money? Is it possible to reduce that spending and save it instead? A good trick is to look back at your statements for the previous month. What was your smallest purchase that month? A cup of coffee? A book on Amazon? A meal from the fast food place down the street? Whatever it was, Commit to investing the money that you would have spent and find free or reduced cost ways to satisfy the same lifestyle needs. If your lowest purchase was coffee, determine how many cups you purchase in a month. Once a day? Twice? Buy yourself a bag of coffee grounds from the grocery store and make a daily investment that matches the price of your Starbucks or your Dunkin' Donuts. After a month, you'll be shocked at how much money you were losing and how much extra money you've made on accrued interest by choosing to invest instead. Friedberg, 2020 4. End the paycheck-to-paycheck -paycheck lifestyle Unfortunately, it's all too easy to find yourself burning through one paycheck before the next one comes through. Once you've gotten yourself into this financial trap, it's extraordinarily difficult to bail yourself out, but it is possible. Friedberg 2020. The secret to avoiding this situation is budgeting. Make sure that the money you're spending never exceeds the money that you're earning. If that means you have to cut out or reduce a few unnecessary expenses, then so be it. You'll quickly find that driving a cheaper car or inviting your friends over for dinner rather than going out to the bar every weekend isn't as much of a sacrifice as you think, especially when you see how much more secure you are financially as a result. Even without investing the extra money, you're getting ahead simply by committing to spending less. 5. Keep your investing simple There's no need to go to an advisor or build a complex investing portfolio that spreads your money across multiple different accounts. Nor is there a need to continually watch the stock market, ready to shift your money to the next hot stock at a moment's notice. Choose one or two low-cost S&P 500 index funds where you can make a regular weekly or monthly contribution that's in keeping with your budget. To open your first investment account, follow these five steps to get yourself started without any hassle at all. 1. Research reputable investing companies 
preferably ones that you're already familiar with or which have been recommended to you by family and friends. Limit this research to a total of three hours' time. There's no need to spend days researching, as ultimately, the amount of money you make has a lot more to do with your investing habits than it does with the company where you choose to invest. As far as the stock market goes, reputations are almost always earned. If a company is reputable, it's for a good reason. And every day that you spend researching is a day you lose potential earnings from compound interest. 2. Create an account online with your chosen company. 3. Choose an index fund that invests in the top 500 companies and has low fees. These will be the most reliable places to send your money, places that are almost guaranteed to weather the inevitable ups and downs of the marketplace. And of course, the lower the fees, the more money ends up in your pocket. 4. Transfer money into your investment account. 5. Make periodic investments following a regular investment schedule for optimum results. 6. Invest for the long haul. Any and every time you choose to invest, commit to that company for the next 10 years. Smart investing doesn't happen overnight. If you're constantly buying and selling stocks, you'll never give your account enough time to accrue the interest that you need to really start earning a profit. In this way, following the stock market can actually be detrimental to your investing habits. It's too easy to feel like you're losing money when the market goes down and therefore too easy to make decisions based on fear and rumor than on established trends. The best way to invest is to choose two or three companies that you feel are reliable and then automatically transfer your investments into that account every month. Regular investments will insulate your account against loss when the market is down and ensure that you continue to earn a profit when the market is up. 7. Don't blindly follow investing advice. Whether or not a market tip results in money has more to do with luck than with any kind of insight that your advisor may have had. There are people who devote their entire lives to studying the movement of the stock market. And while the insights you get from those people may be sound, the reality is that the marketplace is essentially unpredictable. If you lose money based off of a hot tip you got from a friend or read in a magazine, it doesn't just set you back in dollars. It sets your account back in time as well. The best rule of thumb before investing in new stock is to think about the long game. Will this stock still be making you money in 10 years' time? If not, then it's not worth the investment. Whatever money you stand to make, you're just as likely to lose when the marketplace inevitably changes course. 8. Save for the unexpected. Don't make investments your only savings pool. Ideally, you'll have both an investment account and a standard savings account. In fact, having a standard savings account and one investment account actually stands to make you more money than two investments account and no standard savings. Friedberg 2020. The reason for this is that the marketplace isn't the only financial arena that's filled with unpredictability. Life is unpredictable too. Emergencies happen. If you find yourself scrambling for cash every time something unexpected happens, then you'll be tempted to use credit or take out loans to cover your costs without blowing your budget. And the more debt you incur, the less money your investments are actually making you. 
the last thing you want is for years and years of compound interest to end up going toward credit cards and neutralizing outstanding loans. To learn more about today's author or book, please visit Amazon.com or Audible.com. Show notes and further information can be found at RussellEricNewton.com. With a collection of trivia, research, news stories, and knowledge from some of the newest audiobooks on the market, this has been the Voice Overwork Podcast, brought to you by Newton Media Group, a family of creative services.